Thank you for joining us here on a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Wish I had better news for you at the outset of the program, but I don't. You might have heard in the Salem News headlines at the top of the hour that two of the four Americans kidnapped in Mexico on Friday afternoon uh, have been killed uh, or were killed at that particular time. Uh, It is, I wonder, um, hopefully, the last straw that induces the Biden administration to act uh, because uh, Mexico is out of control. Our border is out of control. We now have Americans being kidnapped and murdered at our border. And you can say, well, they should have been smarter. I agree. They should have been smarter. Uh, That area of Mexico where they went in, uh, the very bottom of uh, the state of Texas, is clearly marked as one of the areas of Mexico that's not safe. I can't imagine that there's any area in Mexico that is safe, but not everybody is as uh, vigilant about monitoring situations and places where they're going. And maybe they're naive to the dangers of the world. But the fact of the matter is uh, two of the people who were in that minivan, uh, which is clearly marked with North Carolina license plates, are dead. And the reports are that one of them was going to Mexico to have plastic surgery for a tummy tuck. Again, uh, a really stupid reason to go, uh, a vain reason to go, but nevertheless, the penalty for going and being in that area should not be that you lose your life. So there are some very, very um, difficult questions to be asked. Will they be asked? Uh, They were asked at the White House yesterday about uh, the riots in Atlanta at Cop City. And Corinne Jean-Pierre said, I, uh, I, I've not heard of that. I don't know what you're talking about. So we have Antifa, which, remember, is uh, an idea, not a movement, not real people, just an ideology. Joe Biden said that in a presidential debate with Donald Trump, that Antifa is just an idea. It's not a real thing. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a movement. It's, it's just an idea. It's a crazy idea. Like the earth is flat. Just another crazy idea. Yet... Time after time and place after place, we see uh, well-funded, well-organized domestic terrorists show up and commit acts of violence against police officers and against normal law-abiding society. So the Democratic Party that continues to say that uh, Antifa is not a real organization. Organized? What do you mean? Uh, Okay. So, you know, coincidence. There's a riot. And what do you know? There just happened to be a pallet of bricks delivered to that location a day or two before, probably for a construction project in the area. It's just a coincidence. Oh, they're all lobbing soup cans. Uh, they were all on their way to the food pantry. Yeah. Uh, you can't correct a problem that you don't want to see or that you refuse to see. So I feel enormously bad for these people's families in North Carolina because they needlessly lost their life. Are we going to get to the point where... We prioritize the safety of our citizenry here and in other places. I don't know. Under this administration, I would say no. It doesn't appear that way. Now, you might have heard that uh, this was uh, a random, unfortunate act that people were just caught in the crossfire of uh, gang drug cartel warfare. Robert Almonte, former federal marshal uh, on Fox Today, Uh, laying waste to that idea. I find it hard to believe that this uh, group from uh, America, the four people, were caught in the middle of a a crossfire. I saw the videos, and it sure doesn't look like that at all. It looks like they were specifically targeted 
Uh, now, it may have been an unintentional target. They thought they were somebody else, uh, but it does not appear that they were caught in the, uh, in the crossfire. Uh, at all. I think they were uh, targeted, and it's very unfortunate. And then for them to shoot them, had they, had they been caught in a crossfire and not the intended targets, uh, they would have left their bodies there. They're not going to take the body so when, when, uh, or, or take them captive. So, yeah, this was uh, definitely something that was intentional. Yeah, the video and his logic make perfect sense. I mean, if, let's say, the story that we're told is, oh, it's Two, just two and four people caught in a crossfire. They're in a van, and two warring drug cartels are firing at each other. Okay, okay. So let's go with that scenario. Warring drug cartels are shooting. Oops. There's a van from North Carolina. Poor people get shot. Are you then going to go, while the other drug cartel is shooting at you, you're going to walk out into the open and pick up the people that you shot and throw them in the back of a truck bed like they're a couple sacks of feed. Why? Because you really care about their lives and you're going to rush them to the nearest uh, level one trauma center there uh, just across the Mexican border? See, it doesn't really take too long to logically think through things and find out that you're being lied to, you're being played, you're being manipulated. And the video is often the key to exposing the lie. Which brings us to Tucker Carlson's exposure of the January 6th lie. We've always known it was a lie. I told you from the very beginning that a couple of things happened on January the 6th, 2021. Some people broke the law. You can't break windows, push down barricades, assault police officers. Some people broke the law. But the other thing that happened in the... uh, run-up to January 6th, is that the people in charge of stewarding the safety of the Capitol and the people around the Capitol who were allowed to come and protest, they had a permit to protest the election, is that you have avenues at your disposal to protect the Capitol grounds and to protect the people by having law enforcement on site. And there's no doubt that Nancy Pelosi, the Capitol Police, whoever worked in concert with her, left the Capitol in a vulnerable position. That's also true. The other thing that's true is that a lot of people were in that Capitol who had no business being charged for crimes because all they were were tourists. All they were were tourists. And then they're going to be because they set up people to take the bait that they left for them to take because they wanted to disparage Trump and they wanted to disparage Trump supporters and they wanted to eradicate Trumpism, make America great, America first, everything that flowed off of Donald Trump's presidency, election uh, integrity and the like, they were going to have to keep lying because that's how lying works. When you tell a lie, you have to tell another lie to defend that lie. And then you have to invent narratives to bolster the lie. And so what are some of the lies that were told Regarding January 6th, oh, there were, like, how many? How many police officers were murdered on January 6th? I mean, you and I know the answer is zero, but how many times were we told the answer was, what, five, eight? The number kept going up. I mean, as far as I know, January 6th is not in a time machine. We couldn't go back and murder more officers, but we kept, oh, there's one, there's two, there's five, there's eight. So that was a lie. Remember the lie that um, Republican Congress people were giving tours to their constituents? Intricate back channel 
backdoor secretive tours of the Capitol so that all their insurrectionist followers would know exactly where to go when they broke into the Capitol. Remember that? That got blown up last night as Tucker Carlson showed the video that he had access to that the mainstream media is now howling about. What do you mean? Not fair, not fair. Tucker Carlson has the video. Oh, really? Uh, Can you show me your Freedom of Information Act request that you filed over the past two years to get the video? Why did you only have a keen, heightened interest in the video after Tucker got it? Why then was it important for you to get it? I mean, you could have moved heaven and earth, gotten a lawyer, filed of an FOIA, could have done howled from the rooftops. You've got a bully pulpit on CNN, any of the major networks. You could have had any of your commentators come on and say how outrageous it was that the January 6th commission had the video and you didn't have it and you wanted to have it in your watchdog role as the media. I don't remember any of that. And the reason I don't remember any of that is because none of it happened. None of it happened. We were also uh, told about the, uh, the ringleader of the whole January 6th insurrection, the famed QAnon shaman, the guy in the horned hat. He led the whole thing, right? Like George Washington crossing to Delaware, this guy. He was the brain trust of the entire operation. Mm. Not so much. After we saw all the video last night, uh, we found out that none of this, none of this was true. Here's how Tucker Carlson uh, posed some of the video last night as he was getting ready to show it on Tucker Carlson tonight. We're going to get inside with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. The footage does not show an insurrection or a riot in progress. Instead, it shows police escorting protesters through the building, including the now infamous QAnon shaman. Watch. These are the pictures you've seen of January 6th. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. And once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. It does indeed, and we'll have more from Tucker Carlson's reporting last night, specifically detonating many of the narratives around it. Will this make a difference? I don't know. I doubt it. You and I both know the Democrats are not interested in truth. They never have it on their side. They never tell it. They certainly don't treasure it. I want to acknowledge up front that the video that Tucker Carlson showed last night of the January 6th riot at the Capitol. By the way, Tim in uh, Alabaster, Alabama, did he call back? He has not. Tim, I apologize. I hit the wrong button, man. You can call back if you want to. Yes, because I want to know. uh, I want to hear Tim from Alabaster, Alabama, because he said he was at uh, the Capitol on January 6th. That's what he and said. And he was holding, he was going to give us his perspective, and it happens. And I went the to wrong... put him on hold and hit the wrong See, the, 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 the real fact of that is, the real takeaway from that is, is that I need my own call screener back, like I used to have before we updated my computer. Be great. That would take a little bit of work off your plate, and uh, then I could hit the wrong button, which I've been known to do. <laughs> so then it would be my fault, Tim. But we'd I'm love sorry, to hear from Tim. him. Yeah, we apologize, Tim. We'd love to have you back. 844-TALK-989. 844-TALK-989. I want to acknowledge up front that Tucker Carlson is presenting a best-case scenario 
to debunk the January 6th insurrection. Worst. What, what, what are some of the things the Democrats have said about it? Uh, they are uh, the worst threat to democracy since the Civil War. That's Joe Biden. Uh, worse than 9-11. That's what a lot of people have uh, said on the Democratic side of the aisle. Uh, it's not uh, anywhere close to either one of those two things. Okay. Uh, it's not worse than the uh, Chaz Chop in Seattle, where a bunch of uh, never did anything, never will do anything, domestic terrorists took over a city block. That's a much bigger threat to democracy because free American citizens in Seattle could not walk on city streets that they have an entitled constitutional right to without being mugged or worse. Walk, occupy Wall Street, a bigger threat to democracy than January the 6th, okay? It just is. But I acknowledge that Tucker Carlson is going to present the best face on this, which is worth keeping in mind that whatever you see and pretty much wherever you see it, you're being manipulated. So I encourage you to look at both sides of an issue, pray about it, discern which is correct. Uh, and speaking of, Tim in Alabama, he is back. And Pam, well, I know, hit the right button this time. Tim, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. Thanks for your call. Oh, hi there, Bruce, and good morning. Uh, by the way, you got a great show there. Thank you for putting the truth out there. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that very much. So you were at the Capitol, eh? I was at the Capitol. Yes, I was. And, and uh, uh, did you go in the Capitol, or do you don't want to answer that? You want to take the Fifth Amendment on that because I don't want to be responsible. No, I for won't you, but... take the Fifth. I'll be uh, quite upfront with you. Uh, no, I never did uh, enter the building itself. Um, I was at the barricades uh, when they were being pushed over, and that's kind of an interesting story in itself. But uh, uh, as far as I got up to the Capitol building itself was up on the very steps of it. I was with another gentleman, and uh, we decided, no, nah, we're not we're not going to be a part of that going in there. But then again, the doors didn't open up until well into all this uh, melee. So what what would you say? How would you describe the scene around there? You've heard it described as an insurrection. Uh, what did you see? What did you experience? Okay, the scene around there, to begin with, uh, the day began, uh, everybody was upbeat, everybody was jovial. It was a very, I'm not a big crowd guy myself, but uh, as far as this crowd went, uh, very nice people. Uh, the gentleman I was with, uh, uh, he actually dropped his Ray-Ban glasses and somebody chased him down to give them back to him and it was a very cold day that day and i had an extra set of gloves i gave them to a guy that was shivering out there and uh i'd like to make that point about the cold day because uh you know we're walking up to the capitol building uh this is after trump's speech and uh we see all these um uh all these rented buses that are on Constitution Boulevard. And we're we're joking uh, to each other, my buddy and I, that, well, they're obviously not here for us, no doubt about that. But, you know, later in the day, in retrospect, we think about that. And, uh, uh, you know, I can't help but wonder, the conspiracy theorist in me mm -hmm. coming out that, Hey, was there a bunch of people inside those buses just staying nice and toasty and warm until it was their time to get into the fray? 
Yeah, I think that's a reasonable conclusion. I think a lot of people have wondered, you know, was this a staged riot? Were there people, you know, the mob, thankfully for you, Tim, you were smart. You didn't get sucked into the mob mentality. You didn't follow the mob. But I don't think it's an implausible possibility that there were people. We know Antifa is very well organized. I don't think it's an implausible consideration that people were bust there that day to incite a reaction from otherwise people who I think you've done a good job of describing. Trump supporters were, by and large, middle-aged people. They were there to support their president. They felt like they were uh, the will that they had uh, executed in the election was not observed. They were not there. They were certainly not there because they hate America or they wanted to overthrow the American government. Most certainly, sir. And if I may add to that, uh, I wasn't there to I wanted to. Of course, I wanted my guy to win. No Mm -hmm. doubt about it. But I just wanted a fair election. And that's all I wanted. And all we saw was anomalies uh, right and left that were not being answered in regards to this election. And uh, we were there to make uh, our senators, our representatives aware of that. Definitely not there to uh, overthrow the Capitol. Uh, When you really look back on this, our grouping of individuals are probably, uh, probably 99% of them are probably gun owners. Mm -hmm. Yet no one brought a weapon to this so-called insurrection. That's a great point. That's a great point. I think you're absolutely right in that point. But uh, may I also point something out, too? Yeah, I've got about 30 um, seconds left, and I don't want to cut you off. So, so yes, please I'll, do. I'll be as quick as I can. Uh, we got up to the barricades, and the barricades themselves are linked together with a linchpin, mm-hmm. sort of a hinged uh, instrument there. None of those were linked together. Uh, people kind of filtered in uh, and began uh, shoving those barricades over, and when that happened— these uh, these police officers or uh, whatever they were, they they began firing into the crowd. That that got everybody fired right. quite a bit. Yeah, you're right. They did throw flash grenades into the crowd. You make a very interesting point. I know how those barricades are made. They are made to interlock. They didn't look like all of them were interlocked. Tim, I wish I had more time. I'm very appreciative of your call. The fact that you listen. Um, I encourage you to continue to stand for truth and the right things, and uh, I thank you for your perspective.